Recorded at the Running Age Studio, you're listening to Venture Tabernacle. It's like venture capital, except that the investment is made in your soul. This is where America hangs out to talk about anything and everything from a biblical perspective. I'm your host, Ty Hervey. Join me as we learn to view the world through the objective lens of the Bible. Alrighty, welcome back for another episode of the Venture Tabernacle Podcast. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of the Sunday Sermon, where we are going through the gospel according to Mark, verse by verse, and story by story. Last week, if you missed the episode, we saw the parable of the growing seed and how the kingdom of God grows in strange and mysterious ways. Today, we're going to continue that thought as we talk about another parable about a different type of seed. It is the parable of the mustard seed. And the parable was meant to be an encouragement to the disciples, and it's an inspiration for us today if we look at it correctly the way the author intends. In fact, what this parable tells us is that the kingdom we learned about last week is destined for massive growth. And the cool thing is that you and I have been called to be a part of not just the kingdom, but also the growth of God's kingdom. Let's get started. Our text for the day is Mark chapter 4, verse 30 through 34. It says this, And he said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable shall we use for it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which, when sown on the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes larger than all the garden plants, and puts out large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them without a parable, but privately to his own disciples, he explained everything. And so Jesus talks to his disciples, and he asks them, what should we compare the kingdom of God to? And the answer that he gave was a mustard seed. Now, if you've ever seen a mustard seed, then you know that it is tiny, about the size of a pinhead. It's super small, yet it grows into this massive tree when it's planted, sometimes up to 30 feet tall with branches as wide as 20 feet. And that tiny seed turns into a giant tree, and the kingdom of God has done the same thing and will continue to do the same thing moving forward. The kingdom that Jesus came to establish was not a flashy one. It was not an earthly one, but Jesus was king not of the sense that you would expect, you know, he came humbly and he was born in a barn. He didn't have servants and wealth beyond imagination. He didn't come from a place of status. In fact, he came from Nazareth, which was a tiny little podunk town that no one respected. And he spent around 30 years of his life just living and not accomplishing much by the world standards. And then when he starts his ministry, he only really gathers a handful of true disciples who are really following him most of whom are poor and not respected in the community. But what Jesus tells them is that from these humble beginnings will grow a massive kingdom that stretches across the globe. Not a physical kingdom, but a spiritual kingdom that we live in today. And that is exactly what happened. Christianity can be found across the world now, and there are millions of Christians in hundreds of countries. And if you didn't know better, you would never know that this religion all started from a tiny movement with a handful of people, a movement the size of a mustard seed. 
So the question is not, has Christianity grown exponentially? The question is, will it continue to grow in this way? And the answer to that is up, of course, to the Holy Spirit, but also to us as Christians. We've been given the seed, which is the gospel. It's the very same gospel that caused Christianity to spread across the world. And we saw last week that we are a team with God to spread that gospel, that the Holy Spirit does work, but we are called to spread the word. We present it, and the Holy Spirit changes people's hearts in ways that you and I could never hope to accomplish. And the deciding factor on how much growth the kingdom sees in the future is actually up to us. Will we be a people who are sold out for God, or will we be half-hearted followers just going through the motions? You see, this level of exponential growth doesn't happen by accident. God is looking for champions of the faith that will give everything to follow him. And the way we do this is twofold. Matthew six thirty-three says this, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Jesus has called us to seek first the kingdom of God. Our primary objective is to grow the kingdom and to live in his kingdom. And God says that he will take care of the rest. And the way we do that is not through human effort. It's not through willpower or by keeping the rules or doing the right things. No, instead, Jesus said it himself that it is by abiding in Christ. In John chapter 15, verse 3 through 5, we see exactly what Jesus has to say about how we can grow the kingdom. He says, already you were clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And so Jesus tells us that it is the person who lives in deep fellowship with him that is effective for the kingdom. And I'll let you into the secret room of a conversation that I had with another pastor friend of mine not long ago is that the most important thing that he and I can do, we came to a decision as pastors, is not to preach well, is not to be the most friendly person in the church or know everyone in the church. It's not to have all the answers when people come with deep theological or Bible questions. The most important thing that we can do as pastors is to make sure that we are close to Jesus that we are abiding in the vine. It's like this. When we approach God, he fills our pitcher up with his presence, and it's wonderful and life-giving. And if we spend enough time with him, it will overflow into the rest of our life. And everyone around us is going to be in the splash zone for the goodness of God when we rest in his presence. And the same is true for you. If you want to help the kingdom of God grow, Get closer to God. That's why I emphasize so often and so much about the importance of reading your Bible every day. Because if you want to be effective for the kingdom of heaven, you have to seek God first. You have to abide in Jesus. And you have to let him do the rest.
And if we do these things, we will continue to see the kingdom of heaven grow exponentially. Just as the mustard seed grew from a tiny seed into a plant that is larger than all the other garden plants, so too we can be a part of the growth of God's kingdom. And that marks the end of this episode of the Venture Tabernacle podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you coming back every week. Hey, if you got value out of this, make sure you share this with a friend or leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you.